This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Go ahead, Yvonne. Okay. It's your leg? Yeah. Okay, I got you. You heal in the name of Jesus. Love you, Yvonne. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Is your back better? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going down my right leg now, too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. God is is the healer. Yes, he is. (laughs) You have a great day, okay? You, too. Good morning. This is Rita. Good morning, Rita. Happy Triumph Tuesday to you. Praise God. Have a great day. Good morning, Sara. Sara, good morning to you. Happy Triumph Tuesday. Thank you. Happy Tuesday. Good morning. It's it's Kenya. Good morning. I was wondering if we could add my brother Nathaniel Woods to the prayer list. He is in the ER having breathing issues and they're not sure if it's something going wrong with his heart. So if we could just lift him up in prayer, I'd appreciate it. Okay. Got it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Terminator the Finisher. I'm the greeter this morning. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Happy trying to choose to you. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, Triant. Um, can I have to please for me for my hands, please? Okay, got it. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Happy Tuesday. Happy trying to Tuesday, Prosperous Pam. All is well? All is well. Thank you for asking. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Amen. Good, good. Have an awesome day. You too. Good morning, Trina. Good morning, Trina. It's Miss D. Good morning, Miss B. Miss D. Miss D. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing well, thank you. Oh, good. Well. Great. Nice to hear your sound. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. I am well, thank you. Great, great. You have an awesome day too. 
Thank you. Good morning, finishers. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. This is Restorated. Good morning to you, Shell. Happy Good morning. Happy Triumphant Tuesday. I just want to encourage Susie and Cynthia and uh, Kenya that we are trying, that the Lord is triumphant. So speak to those things in that place so he can be triumphant in your pain and just know that he is Jehovah Rapha. He'll heal. So just, just be encouraged. Amen. Amen. I stand agreement with that too. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning. It's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Happy trying for Tuesday. Same to you. Thank you. Have a great day. You as well. Anyone good morning. This is Juanita. Juanita, good morning to you. Happy trying for Tuesday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anyone else want to say good morning before I get started? Okay, before I do get started, I want to say it was such a joy and a blessing to see and to serve with my dear sister of Declare Victory, Kai, Kim, Didi, Diane, and Shell on last Friday. And it was also an, um, so nice to meet uh, Kai, Kim, and Shell for the first time to love on them. I'm just so happy for for the um, for the share. Okay, let me go ahead and get started here. I need everyone. I need everyone to put their phones on mute. Hold on. Hello, my name is Termina the Finish, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us during this month of November, where our new monthly theme is entitled Thankful. Be thankful for what God does so we can teach others how to be thankful. There is one announcement today. Please join us for TNT Bible Study with Pastor LaBelle Jones tonight, right here on the call from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The prayer, the spoken prayer request, the first one is from Yvonne. Please continue to pray for her legs. Um, also for Susie, for her back. Kenya, please pray for her brother, Nathaniel Woods. He's in the ER, having breathing issues. Please pray for his healing. Also for um, Cynthia, her hands. Please lift her up in prayer. Also, I want to uh, pray for Andrew and continue praying for Josiah. Okay, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. Beverly, declaration. Beverly, then we go right in closing comments, hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise is Beverly. Declaration is Beverly. 
then go right in closing comments hosted by the Claire Beverly. The scripture for today is from Daniel 2, 23. I thank and praise you, God of our ancestors. You have given me wisdom and power. You have made known to me what we ask of you. You have made known to us the dream of the king. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until it starts to come off mute. Please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer where we're Beverly. Everyone have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus love you, and so do I. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, God bless you all. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for our hostess this morning, Trina, and for all that have sacrificed their first fruit of the morning. We thank you, God. Let us humble ourselves. Thank you for the process of glory to glory, for the molting process, making room for growth. Thank you for our transformation. Forgive us for our sins and cleanse us from all sins. Fill us with the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. We are thankful. We come to you proclaiming that you are all powerful and loving. Thank you for allowing us to go deeper in you, allowing us to stand on your word. We are thankful. God, we thank you for the gift of life and the opportunity to serve the people of your nation. Help us to act with character and conviction. Help us to listen with understanding and goodwill. Give us a spirit of service, God. Remind us that we are stewards of your authority. Guide us to be leaders that your people need. Help us to see the humanity and dignity of those who disagree with us and, and, and to treat all people, no matter how weak or poor, with respect that your foundation deserves. Father, renew us with strength of your presence and the joy of helping to build a community worthy of your people. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now. It is through your power that we were created. Lord, I decree that our country, our nation, and our people belong to you. Blessings on our nation, our government, our cities, and communities. Let the beliefs and morals of your kingdom be established. I ask that you come and rain down righteousness in the land. Let the power of the convictions return to the pulpits. Let the preachers preach the gospel of your kingdom. Let there be an increased awareness of your presence, God, and a new, and a new hunger for righteousness. Lord, I pray today for our children. Keep them safe every day. Give your angels special charge over our children to go, to go, that will go with them, defend them and keep them. Give them favor and honor in your sight, Lord. Let our children be fearless and bold when it comes to you. Let them answer the call to be instruments of change. Keep their minds fresh so that when they are able to have a, so that they may be able to have a clear understanding. And when challenges come, give them strength not to give up. I thank you, God. Lord, give us boldness in prayer. Lord, give us boldness in our relationship. Lord, thank you for restoring male and female relationships to the body of Christ. Ephesians 4 9 says, two are better than one. Bless our married couples. Increase Increase the blessings. Thank you for uh, the life partners who are gifts from you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for bringing together them together in love. I pray for divine connection for our single men and women with a pure heart to be drawn together. We loose ourselves from the pains from the past. 
So hearts are sincere. We thank you, Lord, as we anticipate our future. Hallelujah. Lord, we ask healing for Susie, Nathaniel, Cynthia, Andrew, Josiah, and any of our bereaved family. We pray for our church families, our pastors and their families to keep in alignment with you. Thank you that for no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Thank you for the mission of kingdom building and the staying focused on you and realizing that we can go deeper in you, realizing the strength, the options you graced us with. We thank you for creating those echoes in the name of Jesus. I ask that you take your phones off mute and we corporately pray to honor you, God Hallelujah. Almighty, in the name of Jesus. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless your holy name, God. We thank you, Lord God, for a new day full of possibilities. Hallelujah, God. We thank you for the rain, Lord God. Hallelujah. That you water the ground. Thank you. 
his crown, and he took him a shed to scrape himself withal, and he sat down among ashes. My brothers and sisters, walk with me. I need you to use your imagination in this. I've just turned to the house of a man whose name has become synonymous with suffering. I just returned from a trip to the house of a man who was moaning, miserable, and massively groaning. I've been to the house of a man where I saw nothing but sorrow, sadness, and agony in its extreme. I saw the total absence of happiness, love, joy, peace, and well-being. This past week, I visited Job's house for an early Thanksgiving celebration. So I thought. I went to the house of a man who surprisingly cited by God as being a perfect and upright man, one of the historic patriots of the Old Testament. I've been to Job's house, and while I was there, I saw something that might be impossible for some of you to believe. Now, first of all, I did not see the traditional Thanksgiving dinner on brother and sister Job's dining room table. Indeed, I did not see roasted turkey, fried turkey, oven-cooked turkey, and cornbread dressing. I didn't see country ham glazed with pineapples, nor green bean casserole at chitlins. I didn't see turnip or collard greens, seafood gumbo over white rice, green beans with potatoes or okra, no mac and cheese either. I did not see mashed potatoes, peas, and or cranberry sauce. Hmm. I did not see <laughs> the forbidden fruitcakes. Sweet potato pies, pecan or pumpkin pie. I didn't see any tea. I didn't see any lemonade. I didn't see any eggnog. Or maybe I didn't see any of that flavored bourbon either. Or maybe it wasn't bourbon. Maybe it was some Jameson (laughs) or the softer side. I did not see any Stella Rosa. (laughs) But what I saw was pure suffering. I saw misery. I saw calamity. I saw nothing but chaos and confusion. I saw a man having shaved his head, dressed out in sackcloth and floating around in the piles of ashes. Now, I knew that you wouldn't believe me. You wouldn't believe what I saw. So I came back to get you in hope of persuading you to go back with me to witness it with your own eyes and let your eyes observe what my eyes have already seen. Come on. Come go back with me to Job's house. Let's leave our little beautiful, comfortable places, our cushioned sofas, (laughs) our wall-to-wall carpets, our heating and air conditioning. Come go with me to Job's house now. Since I've seen Job's, since since I've been to Job's house, I'll never be quite the same again. So I want to invite you to go with me because I feel fervently persuaded that Job's house will have a major maturing effect upon each of you. I am convinced that this visit will be highly profitable for both you and I. Now, don't worry about the transportation. The ministry transportation is already parked out front. Look out your window. Do you see it? 
use your spiritual imagination now. Don't worry about room because there's enough seats on this bus for everyone who will be traveling. And please don't worry about the bus fare. This trip is complimentary. The thing it will cost is your spiritual imagination. Don't worry about getting lost because I'm in the driver's seat. I'll be doing all the driver. As a map driving all this, as a matter of fact, I need no GPS to guide me. Since I've already been there, I know the way. I know every curb and curb, hill, mountain, and valley, speed bump and pothole is where they're all located, and every caution light and crosswalk that we will approach. Don't be afraid to go with me to Job's house. My DMV report supports that I'm one of I'm a pretty good driver. My insurance says so as well. <laughs> I've recently received a chauffeur's license, and you should be proud of such an accomplishment. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> now, let's imagine that we're on the highway now traveling, enjoying the scenic view as we travel to Job's house. Now, we have arrived at Job's house. There's a couple of restrooms back there, so I need you to go to the restroom now before we get off this bus. Go ahead. We've been traveling quite a while, so you all should be uh, have already done this, but go ahead. Now, we're ready to unload. As you depart the vehicle, please watch your step to pre prevent any injuries. Before we knock on the door to be invited in, please remember that you will be met at the door by a woman whose face has become disfigured and distorted from the suffering and burdens of the many years of toiling. I hate to say it, but this lady is very hostile even towards God, our creator. This woman is none other than Sister Job. You see, Sister's girlfriend is mad because Satan proclaimed that Job's faith in God would melt away if he didn't have all his blessings, his wealth, his family, and his health. So God allowed Satan to take each of those things from Job. So Job lost 10 children, 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, and 500 donkeys. In addition, Job's good health was taken away and his body was inflicted with sores all over. From the sole of his foot to the crown of his head, it was so bad that his friends originally met together to sympathize with him and comfort him on the reasoning behind this affliction. But eventually, they became very critical of him and sided with Sister Job that he must have sinned. He did something wrong. He'd been in such terrible condition. Things were so bad for Brother Job that Sister Job commanded him to curse God and die. It is interesting that when you are going through problems and perplexities, everyone has a say on what you're going through. Notice that Satan didn't take Job's wife and friends. Hmm. Have you ever wondered why? If you've read the book, I think it's obvious. Satan knew that Job's wife and friends could not help him and encourage him, but would serve as a thorn in his side during this time of trial and testing. I can imagine that sister girl, sister Job, telling brother Job, listen, 
our marriage is all messed up. The kids are gone. You sick and things look horrible for you. It's time for you to curse God and die. What does she mean, curse God and die? Sadly, Sister Job believed that the solution to Job's suffering was going to die. She believed that the answer to suffering was to take his own life, I guess. I don't know. And I disagree. Taking something away is a permanent solution, but your problem is only temporary. Why would you use a permanent solution to a temporary problem? Hallelujah. In fact, Job's situation was a setup. God put Job on display like a trophy that he delights in very much. He said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on the earth, a blameless and upright man who fears God and turns away from evil? When God and Satan interacted, it was as though a diamond thief should meet the owner at the back of the jewelry store late at night. As the owner says, what are you doing? And the thief answers, just walking around in your store. And the owner says, did you see the most precious diamond up there in the front? I'm a crook, huh? Now, Sister Job is mad at the world. So don't bug her. Don't worry her. Feed her with a long-handled spoon and stay your distance. When she comes to the door, she's not going to ask, who is it? When she opens the door, she'll probably won't even ask escort us to Job's room. She'll probably just turn her head and point to Job's isolated man cave. Please, again, don't ask her for nothing. Not one glass of water, tea, or lemonade to cool your thirst. Don't ask her to show you where the bathroom is because I already told you to use it before we got off the bus. Don't ask her where it's located. Please, one more time, don't bother her because she just came out of Job's room from telling him to curse God and die. And if she told her husband to curse God and die, it ain't no telling what she's going to say to you. She mad. Secondly, I think I to tell you for your own good, for your own benefit, that you should wear a face mask, maybe two, and put them over your nose. Let me warn you that the minute the door to Job's house opens, there will be a hideous odor that will consume you. To cut to the chase, it doesn't smell so good in Job's house. Definitely not Thanksgiving dinner. For you see, there is a man on the inside who has fallen victim to the sinful grips of Satan. Satan's hands have touched his body, and now he's stricken with sore boils. And the scripture tells us that it's from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. Job is covered with boils all over his brow, his face, everything. His eyelids were almost sealed together the last time I saw him, and his face was unrecognizable. I'm sure when you see him this time, he'll be down on his knees praying God to have mercy on him. Before anyone asks me, why in the world would I bring you from, to this place? Why in the world would I carry us from our place of comfort and transport us from a lovely 
comfy surrounding, a beautiful environment, a good fellowship, and take us down to a terrible place like this, a place filled with staggering stink and deplorable orders. Why? Why would you transport us, hallelujah, from a day of thanks to carry us to a place of sorrow? Why? Well, I want to carry you into Job's house for several reasons. Hear me out. Hear the reasons. Everybody, before they die, ought to travel to at least, at least one time to Job's house. It will benefit you to go there because the first thing that Job's house will teach you is you'll never know what kind of condition in this life may come to you. Job's house will teach you to be careful how you treat people because you will never know whose hands you'll have to receive water from. Mm. Before you leave this world, a trip to Job's house will tell us that no matter how good you might be doing now, conditions and circumstance can change. In the twinkling of an eye, tragedy can can replace happiness, sorrow can replace joy, weakness can replace strength, and sickness can replace good health. You can be rich today and in poverty tomorrow. Say thank you right now in the name of Jesus for your right now. Yes. A trip to Joe's house will teach you not to get wrapped up in yourself. Don't get wrapped up in your beauty and your looks because you can be a Georgia peach today and dried up sun-kissed prune tomorrow. You can have a figure eight this year, and before the end of the year, you could be a figure zero. <laughs> Pretty round. Not only will, one, a trip to Joe's house teach us not to get wrapped up in worldly things, but it will also teach us that righteous folk, just folk, godly folk, God-fearing folks, and upstanding folks can and will suffer. A trip to Job's house will teach us that no matter how prayerful you are, you will still run into some situation that will cause you some type of pain, agony, or grief. A trip to Job's house will teach us that having God in your life is not a guarantee against trouble. But when you got him, he's a guarantee in the time of trouble. Thank you, Jesus. Furthermore, for a trip to Job's house will also serve to teach us that no matter how bad off you are, there is always somebody else worse off than you are. And five. A trip to Job's house will help us to learn that we should not wallow in self-pity, for there is always somebody, again, worse off than you. I've come to the conclusion that there is at least one Job on every block. There is at least one Job on every street corner, in every neighborhood, in every back alley. There is at least one Job who's worse off than you. Since I've been to Job's house, I've also come to the conclusion that my problems weren't really as bad as I thought they were. Since I've been to Job's house, the God whom we serve can fix our condition, just like he fixed Job's situation. He'll do the same for you. Virtually, everyone in this world will experience a bitter calamity sooner or later, and you can mark it down ahead of time. Thank God for you now. It will be most certainly, it it will almost most certainly seem absurd and meaningless and undeserved when it comes. You may be sitting in a restaurant, 
or walking along the street or booking a flight to the Bahamas, one day something's going to knock on your door. Thank, be thankful for right now. It will seem very ridiculous, and you will cry out, why? A hundred times before the cloud passes over. Most of our grief and pain does not come as clear punishment for sins. No, it doesn't. Most of it comes out of nowhere and baffles our sense of justice. That's why the book of Job is so relevant. Job's suffering seems to come out of nowhere and have no connection to his character. His story is recorded for us so that we will have some help in living through these calamities and not just keeping a stiff, stiff upper lip, but bowing reverently and trusting before sovereign goodness of God. Job stood firmly on the promise of God, and he trusted that. No matter what happened, God would stand with him. Job 13 and 15 will tell you, read that story. Job cried to his friends, though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Job praised God for the, both the flowers and the thorns, and God wants us to do the same. He wants us to praise and thank him, not only for his blessings, but also for the trials that he allows to come into our lives to draw us close to him. Thank you, Jesus, and to shape us into the people that he has called us to be as we endure the troubles and worries of life. I want to encourage you to say a prayer of thanksgiving to God in the midst of whatever trials that you may be going through right now. I don't know what those are, but I know that in the midst of whatever those may be, God is with you. God is there. And I just need you to say thank you. And you thank him for loving you enough to let you come your way. Thank him for being there, being there with you to lead you through those things safely and to the side. And Thanks for the certainty of eternal life with him. This is what Job did. And in the end, Job received double for his trouble. If you don't believe me, read Job 42 and 12. I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for this message. I thank you, God, that ears were inclined to hear what you had to say. I thank you, God, for allowing people to be in there right now and be thankful for their right now. In the name of Jesus, I just thank you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. Bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Uh, glory. Uh, you could take your phones off. Mute anyone who came in late and would like to say good morning. Please do so right now before we go into it. Good morning. Hallelujah. This is Kim. I appreciate your narrative. Thank you for your declaration. You're welcome. Thank you. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Thank you for your decoration. Good morning. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. It's Bernice. Excellent. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. It's Miss B. Awesome declaration. Good morning, Miss B. Good morning. It's Moni. Good morning, Moni. Good morning, Zara. Appreciate your decoration. Excellent. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Good morning. Wow. Great decoration. 
Thank you. God bless you. Who is this? Leonia. Leonia. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, Rabbi Beverly. This is Rochelle. The first time is Marshall. That's my sister. But she, good morning. Oh, good morning. Okay, I'm sorry. It's Dee Dee as well. Good morning, Dee Dee. Good morning. It's Jubilant, and thank you for taking me down to a trip to uh, Job's house. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Amen. Good morning, God morning. Anybody else? Good morning, good morning. This is Angela. Thank you. Oh, my, that was excellent. I mean, I was on the bus. I went to the restroom. I visited those this morning. <laughs> Truly appreciate your declaration. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much. I thank God for good it. Good morning, Sister Beverly. Great declaration. I loved it when you said everyone will experience a bit of clamp. Calamity sooner or later. And Amen. that is absolutely true. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Good morning. This Amen. is Good Stacey. morning, Miss Krishonda. Okay. Good morning, Stacy. Good morning, Krishonda. I just want to say it was a great decoration. Uh last night I'm I'm going to sleep and I always go to sleep to a little bit of audio Bible. And I'm usually going in for Psalms. But my my finger pushed back and it went into Job. I'm like, oh boy, what's up? What's going on? What's <laughs> up? <laughs> so thank you for that. God bless. Amen. God bless you as well. <laughs> all right. Praise God. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm glad you all tuned tuned in, tuned your ears in. I'm glad that you uh, went on this trip with me. Uh, if anyone wants to make a comment or anything, you're more than welcome to right now. Good morning. It's Kenya. I just wanted to say that that declaration right there was fire, and I appreciate you, and I thank you for taking me down that road because I really needed it this morning, and I, I really just thank you. And I thank him right now. I'm just so thankful to God for everything that he has done and that he will continue to do in my life. Amen. Amen, Kenya. Thank you. Hey, Good morning. That's what I did. Hi, Beverly. Hi. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, I can hear you. Man, you had me. Hi, that was amazing. Um, thank you for, like somebody said, taking us on that trip and in Job's house. And so as I'm listening, we did a Women of the Bible um, exercise at church. And so studying Sister Job, as you said, I'm laughing as you're talking about her. Because really and truly, when you really think about it, yeah, she was bitter, all the stuff she was. But if we think about the times that she was in and being a caregiver, I'm bringing it to current day. I don't know if I would have had some Sister Job in me, just being honest, right? Because she lost her kids and she went through hell, too. So I just thought that was a, a perspective to look at you know, her answering the door. And I'm thinking, man, because I've gone to see people who are being caregivers and they just as nasty. So I'm thinking about how worn out and stuff she was as well, mentally. And I'm wondering if she had had a declare victory or walk it out or if she has some mental health to help her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? So I just love, Absolutely. and you're so animated when you speak. I'm like, 
God, this I can't wait for them. It's like I'm sitting on the edge of the seat waiting for more. So I thank you for just lighting us up this morning. I'm so, so, so thankful for everything, even that bad stuff, even when it's hard. And I love you to life. I want yes. to share that. I love you back. Good, I love you back. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. This is Tanya, not Tanya. I just wanted to make a con- good morning. I just wanted to make a confession. Actually, I have two. I know you had told us to use the bathroom on the bus, and I had <laughs> tried, but Didi was in there for a while. So what <laughs> happened was when when I got to Miss Joe's house, I, I that was me who had asked to use the bathroom because I couldn't <laughs> hold it no more. But, baby, when I walked in there and fully got another whiff, I reached in my purse directly and got two more masks and put them on. That was the most horrific smell that I have ever encountered in my life. It smelled like death. But, oh, praise God, we know it wasn't. Honey, that was a wonderful story. I was on the edge of my feet. Do you hear me? I had to get up and walk around and saw it in my mind play out. Ooh, Thanksgiving at Job's house. Okay, go on. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Yes. <laughs> Look, I told you to go to the bathroom before you got off the bus now. But Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. This is Sister Lisa. Great decoration. Uh, as I was going to Job's house, uh, I was breathing with my son today. He, I'm going to say he's 39. He's gone home with the Lord. But I thank God through my healings that he's walking with me, even though it's like I'm feeling like living with the invitation. But I'm grateful that he's walking through with me through my pain and through, you know, my healing for to keep going and that I can still live because I still have another child. I still have grandchildren, but I miss my child. Uh, yes, but he gives me strength when I'm weak and I'm trusting him more now, leaning on him. And he's given me a comfort, experience of a comfort of peace and joy. And so I'm grateful for that, that he's walking through this time with me and keeping me up and lifting me up. And I think I declare victory, all you godly women that has encouraged me, you know, to think of the good times. So I will be celebrating the day, cooking a little something, you know, and just remembering him as a good time because I'm so grateful that I made the best decision is to follow Jesus. No matter what I'm going through, he's walking through with me. And I'm grateful and thankful to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Um, you remember remember um in the story, Job praised God for both the flowers and the thorns. And that's what I heard you just say without saying it. Thank God for, you know, those memories. Thank God for the, those times, you know, when you had them. And um he is, yes, walking with you. Memories are always gonna be there, so he's always gonna be with you. God got you. Amen. Praise Thank God. Thank you so much. Amen. Uh, this is Leomi again. I just wanted to say, I have heard Joe preach so many times, but I never went home with him. 
and then mm. we home with his own. Mm. And oh Jesus, that really moved me. Mm-hmm. That was that was one of the best decorations. And I don't mean mm. nothing to nobody else. I'm just saying that was on time. And I thank and appreciate you. I thank God for you. Thank you, Jesus. And I, and I think I don't mind, uh, don't blame Mrs. Job so much because I don't know how I would have acted. So you have Amen. a blessing. Thank you so much, Ms. Leonia. I, I appreciate what you said. Um, you know, and I agree with you and Ms. Uh, and and uh, 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 Dee Dee. She she went through. Sister girl went through something. She was, yes. you know, dealing with her husband. She was caring for him. Yeah, she was a caregiver and everything. She had an attitude. She was mad. She was angry. She lost a lot. She had a livelihood that was wonderful. She was wealthy in in all areas, and then all of a sudden, everything just went down. Everything. She lost everything, and the one thing that was most important to her, her children were gone, ten of them, gone, all at one time. Yes, she had an attitude. Yes, she did. And do we blame her? Girlfriend was going through. And now she's dealing with her husband, and she's probably thinking that he's about to die too, and she's going to be left alone. So and I'm we super have no petty. Idea. We have no idea, you know, what that is, what that actually looked like, but I tried to take you on a trip to give you just a hint of what that could possibly be, what that looks like, what that smelled like, the fragrance, all of that instead of the fragrance of that meal, that Thanksgiving meal, you got a fragrance of a different kind of meal that wasn't so pleasant. And so we have to look at all those things. Hallelujah. Beverly, that that story was so amazing. Um, you, You did such a wonderful job, and I'm really, really petty. But when I got there... I said, hey, girl, how you, how you doing? And she rolled her eyes at me so hard I could feel it in my eye sockets. And I said, girl, come over here. I'm going to let them go talk to Joe. Can we chat? And so I hung hey. out with, with Jobina for a little while. And, girl, she uh-huh. had told me everything you just said. She was like, honey, I don't care what y'all do. I don't care what y'all eat. I ain't cooking. That's what she does. I'm not cooking nothing. Not nothing. I'm not cooking nothing. Y'all can swallow spit the rest of the day. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. I loved your story, honey. I absolutely swung by Job's house this morning. I love you. Great, great declaration. Thank you so very much. Well, I'm glad you hung out with her because she probably needed a word. and You was the one to give it to her. Thank you. I was just back there cracking jokes, trying to make her forget about it. But in a few minutes, because I knew he was going to leave, and she was still going to be stuck in that stinky house with no thanksgiving. <laughs> with that man, Amen. she didn't even want to look at no more. Okay, I'm going on this. Mm-hmm. Love y'all. Amen. Amen. Love you, too. Thank you so much. Good morning. Good morning. This is Miss D. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Here. I heard 
I'm going to wait, whoever was there. Go ahead. Oh, it was me. Teacher Beverly, you always remind me of um, things of when I was a kid and just going on field trips and, right, you know, getting that field trip signed by your mama and trying to get the best lunch <laughs> out of everybody else. I didn't know Shirley Seizure was packing the lunch in China because I was for it and getting on the bus, bouncing around, trying to pick the best seat to look out the window, but not by, the, you know, not the back of the bus, not by the emergency exit because you know who sat back there. But bouncing around and getting to the trip, and once you got there, honey, when I got back on the bus, I was quiet as a mouse. Because <laughs> that field trip right there was reality. So that was an amazing story. I you always bring it home. You went down every alley. You didn't take no side streets. You came straight to everybody's front door. And thank God for your declaration because it was totally awesome. I'm with everybody else. But I, I sat in the front of the bus on the way home behind the bus driver because I was scared. Amen. Amen. <laughs> thank you so much. Good morning, Mrs. Kind Kim. And I just want to thank you okay, this morning for being. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I heard Kind Kim, and then I think I heard Bernice, I think. And Miss D. And Miss D, okay. Let's yes. go in that order. Okay. Good morning. I just want to thank you for being my um, my chaperone this morning and my chauffeur. You prepared Amen. me for this trip and told me what to expect and even made sure I had my safety gear, my mask ready. And uh, usually I like to sit in the back of the bus. It's a little funner, but I was so anxious about getting there to Job's house on Thanksgiving. And um, upon arrival, I knew it was going to be uh, Didi and Dion, those, you know, so, so salty ones that had the courage to do everything <laughs> that you told us not to do because that's who God is. And then they walk in places some of us are afraid to walk. But anyhow, um, you reminded me that sometimes the devil will allow your spouse and your friends to stay amongst you. Um, yeah. That just hit, that hit home, and it was heavy for me. Um, and it's not that God still isn't in the midst, you know, doing his job, but the enemy knows who to use against you. And I just want to continue to walk it out like Job. If I got to be in my room, you know, uh, filled with all type of sores, you know, lose everything I have, I just refuse to curse God. I want to walk and see what the end's going to be. Um, I just thank you today for, again, that amazing narrative. God bless you and your soul, beautiful woman of God. That journey was amazing. I ain't took a trip in a while, but I really, really enjoyed that. It was very eye-opening. And I was sitting right next to that sister in the front again. I thought I was going to be able to tell a story and get in the back of the bus and share how it all went down. But, oh, no, I was in the front of the bus and, and just, you know, soaking in my spirit, just looking to see what God was going to do for me because I know, like you said, it's going to be a day in time that I'm going to be at Job's house. Or Job's situation is going to be at my house. It's also somebody on the corner that's going through what Job's going through. So I just want to continue to be salty and, and pray for those who are in need and encourage them in Christ despite what they go through. Um, I'm excited this morning for where, from, for where you brought me uh, from and where you took me to. And um, I thank God for each of y'all on this line today. I hope everybody has a wonderful, triumphant Tuesday. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm glad you were at the front of the bus. Amen. Praise God. I think Bernice um, um, was next. Bernice, are you there? Okay, so there was somebody else. 
This is Miss D. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for your story this morning because we all have stories and history is story. And look in that picture you painted on that bumpy ride because that ride wasn't smooth getting there. It was rough. You know, and I thank God that you mentioned, you made sure to mention that point that God said, try him. You know, God tries us. And to know that we are being tried in this process today when the enemy comes to us, that we are being tried, no matter who's around us, we stand in our trials. You know what I'm saying? Trial by fire. What I do know is that people don't know how to grieve and to support grievers. That's a scary place to be when you're grieving and someone is coming alongside of you to try to support you in the United States, we're not accustomed to that. We prefer to pray through it, tell them uh, God's going to bless you through this process and move on. We don't know how to sit when people are in pain. And Job was in pain. Even his wife didn't know how to sit there, nor his best friend. But we only don't hear that part about what they couldn't do, but looking at what Job did through it all, he sat in what he was experiencing and went through that process. And on the other side was the blessing. Grieving is hard. Losing someone you love can be devastating. And to go through it on your own by yourself without anybody there can send you into some mental places. I can imagine he was having some mental trials while he was sitting in them ashes, scraping his body with broken uh, porcelain off of a clay Mm -hmm. pot. He had to be in tremendous turmoil and the trauma and loss he had experienced and looking around when your friends see you from the outside, I think somebody mentioned this. I don't know if it was on this call or another one. When the leaves wither off a tree, is it still beautiful? You know what I'm saying? Because we see them gnarly mm-hmm. branches. So when Job mm-hmm. lost everything, his whole life, everything around him went down. Those who were used to him having these festivities and people partying didn't know what to do with themselves next. And people That's today right. don't know what to do as we're going through a pandemic. And people are dying around us. Who's picking up the phone and actually calling somebody to check on them? Who's taking that bus ride to your door to check on you as we're going through this pandemic? There's many people out here isolated by themselves right now that haven't had a phone Mm -hmm. call since the pandemic started. And a lot of people have (laughs) lost loved ones to this pandemic. Same thing Joel went through, a pandemic. Got to be mindful. People, we have to train people how to treat us and show them how to be there to support us by reaching out, learning how to receive back too. But I, I want to thank you because I felt the bumps and the grinds on the way to his house and got there feeling sorrowful. Mm-hmm. But being there Jeez. with him just to be able to sit as he was going through, not listening to what they were saying, the other people, oh, well, what did you do to get here? I didn't do nothing. I just was living. That's right. So not listening to those things, but being tuned in to what God says fit. Those who mourn shall be comforted. Weeping may endure for a night. We don't know how long the night going to last, but it's going to be a night for all of us. But thank you for that. I I love the visuals that I have, the feeling in my body that I felt when I was on that journey. And then walking into that house and feeling the weight of the heavy that was in there and being able to sit there. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank you. You do the same. Thank you. That was good. That was powerful. Yeah. The ride was bumpy. 
when we get there, when we get, I, I love the idea that you said there are so many people that probably haven't heard from anyone during this pandemic. That should be a challenge for us to go and call somebody and check on them, see how they're doing. And probably, it will probably make their day, their week, their month. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, this is Prophetess Pam. Oh, go ahead, Pam. I'll go after you. Okay, I was just going to say, whoever that woman was, I don't know who was, was that Ms. B who spoke was just, that was just powerful. I so am in agreement with what she said, just every single thing. That was just amazing. Um, thank you so much to uh, Beverly for your declaration. It was great. And again, we've heard Joe um, taught many of us so many different times, but what my takeaway was when you were speaking was um, you said something like, be thankful for your now. And it just made me just really stop in my tracks. Like I, you know, cause I'm moving a little slow this morning. I have things to do, but Lord God, if I'm so thankful for my now, things could be so different in just a moment. So I'm just so yeah. thankful. Um, I'm so thankful for that. And when you said it, it just was like something just rose in my spirit. Like, wow, that's so true. And so deep things can just change. And I'm so thankful to God for so, so many things. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much for your share. You're welcome. Yes. Be thankful for you now. Amen. So, um, Miss D, I love her so much, and she's right about the grieving part of stuff, and I know a lot of us know what it's like, but what you said as far as this, this pandemic, and I know personally some people that are so lonely because nobody is checking on them, and then I really – it really hit me hard, and I know I'm not going to keep harping on Sister Joe, but again, that that part of it, it, it kind of says, like, wow, to watch someone that you love, like, just fall apart and lose everything, we don't know. But it's so easy because it's, it's, it's laughable for some folks to say what they would do, but how do you really know? It's like we don't know what we would do in situations that we're faced with, but to trust God through it all and caregivers, I keep saying it, get so much they they need they need relief so if anybody can give a caregiver an hour or two hours or whatever just to take a breath because I know watching my mom care for my, my bonus dad and it's a lot and so if we could you know like mm-hmm. just check on somebody today if you got if they yeah. need something from the store or if they need a conversation they might just need you to drop off a, some flowers or some food or something because we just don't know. This mental part of this walk is the hardest part. And you don't know because you weren't there. And, like, I know how I fight to just keep my mind. So this this share this morning, sis, was amazing. I love you so much and can't wait. So when you schedule again, because I'm going <laughs> to be front and center. I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. <laughs> Once a month. So usually the second week in the month, it's something like that. Yeah. But praise God. Thank you for that. Thank you are the caregivers. Y'all, we all may know some, and and we need to reach out. That's so important. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, Bev, I was was thinking about something. I'm going to be, you know, I was in the middle of the bus. I was in in the middle of the bus because I wanted to see what people were doing in front of me, but I I didn't want to be in the back with them bad kids in the back that make all that noise and stuff. I didn't want to be back there with them. Um, And I was looking out the window, observing the scenery. Um, Unlike Miss D, um, 
I and Dion and them will probably laugh. Ah, my whole body withdrew. You seen it? You ever seen a turtle? Because mm. because it stunk so bad, I knew it was full of germs. That was the other reason that I couldn't go to the bathroom because I was just like so nervous that I was gonna touch something or catch something. But I was curious enough to want to go because you had pumped us up about going on this trip, and I just wanted to go hang out and be with you guys, the camaraderie, um, and that you. whole thing about the the lunch. Rochelle brought me back to the memories of going on field trips and packing our lunches the night before, making sure that whatever sandwich we had, mom, don't make me no tuna because it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be soggy in the morning. Um, you know, and making sure, don't put my, no, don't put my chips in the refrigerator. Um, slightly freezing my 7-Up or whatever beverage so it still be cold and then wrapping it in paper towel so they wouldn't make your mm-hmm. bag wet. I would double my bag and I would try to get the color bags like yellow or pink or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and then you had the best fit on, right? Because, and then you want to sit, I wanted to sit by the popular kids, you know, because I wanted to hear the conversations that was going on. I wanted to soak up stuff and be a part of that too. But Miss um, Job absolutely um Losing one child, I've never lost a child. Thank God, I have not. I don't. I don't know what that feels like. If you're on the line and um, you have, my heart goes out to you. But I cannot imagine losing one, um, let alone ten, uh, as well as everything else. Um, not having the ability, because she also lost her friends and her popularity and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. I would imagine yes. that she was not. She was not a. Um, you know, I would in my imagination, she was not bitter prior to this. In my imagination, she was a socialite, and people loved coming around them uh, because they were givers. Her husband was a giver, and so she was a giver too. She had to be right. I, I in my mind, I they had an amazing marriage. But over time, I am a witness that circumstances, circumstances can lead you down the road of bitterness, and if you're not careful, not only will not only will you arrive at the destination, you will put your stakes in the ground and you will park and you will stay there and you will put a fence up, only allowing mm. certain people in. Not those people that are going to tell you to get it together. Mm-mm. Only those ones who like misery as well. And so she lost so mm. many things. But but I believe that as the body of Christ, we've as a whole given Miss Job a bad rap. Um, she should have been supporting her husband. Well, you try losing all your stuff, being on welfare, <laughs> if they had welfare. You you try losing all your kids. Come on, she didn't believe God. She had her. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Circumstances are different. It's easy to talk about what she should have done. She didn't leave him. How about that? How about she that? She did not leave him. She She stayed with him, um, even through How the ugliness him? and even though she was bitter. Who, she didn't have anybody. Of course she projected it on us. Nobody would come around them except for Joe's accusatory friends. And they wasn't coming to see her. And she made them go outside with him. Because yes, y'all did. not going to come in here with all that foolishness. Get out. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere. Right? So, so, <laughs> so, so having a little bit more compassion about, I, I, I am surprised she did not Lose her mind. That's the part. 
she was a boss. I don't care if she was there. <laughs> she was a boss because yeah. she did not lose her mind after mm-hmm. all of that. They were the wealthiest mm-hmm. people in the land. And they mm-hmm. lost everything. And mm-hmm. had he died, she really would have been bad off because she had no sons to take care of her. That was the custom then, right? She would have been in even worse of this uh, position. Mm-hmm. But, oh, that double for your trouble, honey? Yeah, mm. skip on back. Skip, skip. Listen, fast forward to the end. That double for your trouble? Listen. Absolutely. Okay. I'm, I'm Absolutely. Bye. That was that was good. You you were speaking and I got chills. That was good. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> uh, good morning. Uh, this good is morning. Brother John. Uh, and I would like to say um, I rode the bus, but I'm kind of offended uh, because everybody keeps talking about the people at the back of the bus, and I just <laughs> want y'all to know that I sat at the back of the bus because I was tall, and that's the only place that I could fit. Thank you very much. So <laughs> don't be talking about the people at the back of the bus. That's the first thing. Um, second thing, I thank God for the story. Um, because this, my mom, when I was little, um, my mom used to talk about Sister Joe. And my mom used to say, you never know what's going on behind somebody's door. So when you greet them, meet them with grace. Mm-hmm. And mm. it was the stuff that my mom talked about with Job, and I believe that was Tanya, not Tanya, that just talked about how strong she was. Because when we look at it, we always talk about Job's test. Well, if Job was married, everything that Job went through, his wife went through too. Amen. And sometimes we forget that the people that are in the storm with other people, she had to carry him. So there's there is a place in 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 Sister Job that that is you know when you look at we don't know how long she stayed but she stayed there, and that's the part that when you're looking at people going through stuff you have to remember to be thankful where you are. You never know the the fullness of what everything is. And I just want to say I'm I'm gonna get off but I, I you know, so what y'all can sit at the front in the middle of the bus. I don't care. <laughs> I can sit at the back of the bus. Y'all have a good one. Bro, you wasn't alone. I was in the back. Not because I was tall, just because I was in the back because uh, I anyway they said what I'm mute. <laughs> I was in the back because I wanted to be. Amen. Thank you, my brother. That was good. That your mom was a wise woman. Is a wise woman. Um, but thank you so much for that. Praise God. This is All right. again. Uh, I'm outside, so I hope I'm not too loud. But I just want to what the brothers spoke on. I think was very okay. relevant. Knowing that other people are also yeah, I, I put this in my my. Uh, I got a couple of my. Put this in my somebody, somebody, somebody needs to mute. Yes, somebody you gotta put your mute on. That uh, the, to women are are accustomed to working. We're accustomed to staying busy during trial, so people don't always know that we are having some experiences because we keep trying to press through. We got housekeeping. She had housekeeping to do. 
food to have cook if she felt up to it. But she also was trying to keep busy to keep her sanity. So I think that just for my own imagination, when she said curse God about you, just kind of fed up because nobody had looked at her part in the suffering that was taking place in the loss in her family. Absolutely. I agree. She was sick and tired. She was tired. Amen. Anybody else? This is kindness one more time. And what had dropped in my spirit earlier that sister had touched on it, so I'm going to go ahead and share to that. You know, I was thinking that she had asked him to curse God. You know, we are led by our husband. And she probably was so tired, she wanted to die. But she didn't want to go without him, so she was waiting on him to curse God so maybe they could die together. That's where my imagination took me. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I'm glad that, you know, everybody is bringing her up into in this because she definitely went through. She walked his walk. She saw what we just glimpsed at. She lived it. Hallelujah. Good morning. Uh, this is uh, Jubilant. I'm truly enjoying this discussion. Um, I was thinking about... Um, Job's wife, and, you know, when you read the story with the conversation between God and Satan, one of the things Satan says to God is that, you know, if you let me do da-da-da, you, know, uh, you know, he'll let go of his integrity. You know, he, he, he can't hold it. If, you know, it's only because he only has his integrity because, you know, you're doing X, Y, and Z. And so God said, go ahead, have your way. So, you know, then I think about Charles Stanley. I think it's Charles Stanley that says somebody that has that, those, those, the acronyms for HALT. Three, too angry, too lonely, too tired. That opens the door for the enemy. And I think at that point, because, you know, yeah, she was experiencing everything that Job experienced, you know, but being a mother, you know, those children came out of her womb. I can imagine her being angry. I can imagine her being tired, and it opened the way for the enemy to come in. And that's another thing we could think about, too, you know, like how the portals are open for the enemy. You know, she was going through grief. That's, that's all I wanted to say. Amen. She was going through grief. Also, um, can you imagine how lonely Job's world was as well as hers? Their world were, was totally changed. There was nobody there for him but her. How lonely can that be? Um, even ever would want to be in that position. None of us, I'm sure. It's Krishanda. Uh, I really enjoyed your declaration and all the comments um, that everyone is saying. And as I was listening, Oh, Lord Jesus, it just reminds me again how we are all one body. When one suffers, we all suffer. Um, everything from, you know, just having a fellowship with each other and one person being down, um, how we just have to, um, yeah, when one suffers, all suffers. That's what I could hear when I was listening to the comments. Like, um, great declaration. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you as well. Thank you. This jubilee again, I just wanted to say also another thing that it brought to my attention, too, was that, you know, 
um, we act like this whole thing, you know, how this church hurt uh, is something new. I mean, the friends that, that Job had, they were men of God, you know what I'm saying? And they were quiet for a minute, but then when they opened their mouth, it was all his fault, you know, and it just makes me, you know, it, I saw in that, in addition to what the things you were saying, is that, you know, you got to be mindful that they're human and this is, you know, the human condition <laughs> to blame. So mm -hmm. um, that's what I saw, too, as far as the friends, you know, how they were just talking crazy to him when you know, they might, they should have just kept their mouth shut, basically. But anyway, <laughs> I don't want to say mm -hmm. that. Amen. Amen. So that, you know, to me says um, we need to watch what we say. We need to be careful. You know, this man, he went through everything. You know, those were his friends, but his friends were, you know, they were talking smack. And in the long run, I'm sure that those friends got back close when he came up out of it all. Be careful. Hi, it's it's Jacqueline Dion's mom. I've enjoyed. Hey. Hi, Lisa. Um, what I see is that at the end, the Bible says that Job and his wife had several more children. So what I see mm -hmm. is that the Lord restored their relationship. All that they both went through became totally insignificant because love prevailed, and it took a lot to hook up and have a whole bunch of more children. So that's what I saw. She that honored was the vow. Yes. She honored the vow. You know, whether she wanted to in her mind, she was like, mm, I'm, about, I'm about ready to get out. I'm out. However, she honored the vow in sickness and in health. I don't know if that's what they were saying back then, but she honored it. She hung in there. She stuck to it. Thank you, Miss Jacqueline. Thank you so much. And those children that came along in the latter days were told the story, which is their family history, how their father and mother made it through proof and evidence that there is a God, that no matter how far down we go, we're going to get through this. And we tell those stories to our children, and they send them to their children. Amen. Amen. It's like that better or worse come, um, Mother Jackie, this is Didi. Your sound, when I heard you start speaking, I was like, oh, my God, and then you just wrapped it up, and it made more sense to how you stand, stay in that place. And, like, I'm going on my ninth year, and I'm saying it because, y'all, I'm saying it because if some of y'all know to stay married is a lot, and so tomorrow's our ninth wedding anniversary, so I'm taking pieces of that because when it gets hard and you want to retreat and you got the friends and you got the, you know, because the enemy uses a lot of different people to try to tear down what God has put together. So even mm -hmm. what you're talking about, Sister Job and the whole story of Job, it just it just resonated with me as far as what a marriage is. And when you really get it and understand it, oh, God, it's like mm, through it all. Like she said, he restored some things, and they had more children. And, oh, my God, my God, that's a shout. I'm going on mute. Amen. That is a shout. And, and happy anniversary. 
um, more to be thankful for is the perseverance of the relationship, you know, to stand strong in that relationship. Sometimes you don't even like them. You know, I don't like, I love you, but I don't like you today. (laughs) But you stand. And that is the beauty of a relationship, that you stand, even when you don't like each other. But it's okay because you love each other and you stand and you stay. Everybody doesn't do that. But thank God, thank God for the experience. Thank God that that is a learning, that's a stepping stone for maybe the next marriage or the next relationship. So I learned from here, so I won't do it again. Thank you, Dee Dee, for that. You have to stand. You have to persevere. You got to hang in there in sickness and in health. Mm -hmm. Lose all your money. You still there or you tuck tail and run? Mm -mm. Mm. So Sister Job, she's a soldier. She stood. (laughs) Yes. Amen. Thank you, God. Any, anybody else? Well, all right. Thank you, God. I thank you. Um, we're just going to go ahead and close out. I appreciate the dialogue. It was fantastic. I certainly appreciate each one of you who uh, had something to say. And uh, Tanya, not Tanya, I remember them field trip lunches. They was better than the regular lunches that we used to get. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Um, So if there's nothing else, uh, um, there is a study tonight with uh, Pastor LaBelle Jones. Please tune in uh, to that uh, if you can. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I thank you for all that was said. I thank you that uh, everyone who participated in the trip, Father God, received a blessing, received your word in the name of Jesus. I thank you for all that you're about to do. I thank you because this message is just giving victories, victories that are about to be won. I thank you, Father God, for the marriages now that are going to stand that are going to be stronger. I thank you, Father God, for the relationships, friendships and everything that are going to be stronger. I thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for all that you were about to do. In Jesus' name, I pray. You all have a wonderful, blessed day, and um, we'll hear from you, hear you in the morning. God bless.
reaching light, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory.